Many people choose family mediation to resolve the issues in separation and divorce, including parenting, child support, spousal support, and property division. Often they choose family mediation to save money or to get everything resolved more quickly or to avoid the difficult arguments and fights associated with court. Mediation is more important, even required in some cases in the changes to the Divorce Act in 2020. But to really save money, to get through the mediation more quickly and to avoid unnecessary arguments, it is really helpful to do some preparations before going to family mediation. How to prepare for ma family mediation is the topic of this episode of the Ontario Family Law Podcast. I'm John Schumann, a certified specialist in family law in Ontario. I'm also a mediator, arbitrator, and collaborative lawyer. This podcast is a companion to my book, Guide to the Basics of Ontario Family Law, which is available on the iBookstore, Amazon, Kobo, and at fine bookstores. Mediation can be a great way to resolve matters after separation and divorce, and it is successful for most people. It is a process whereby the separated spouses or parents come up with their own solutions with the help of a trained mediator. But if you want to make sure you get the best possible results at family mediation, you need to go in prepared. A common reason separated parents go to mediation is to work out the parenting arrangements. This is because they know what is best for the children, and for them, and their children are certainly worth the time, certainly more time than a judge with 40 matters on the daily list can provide. Working together and with the help of a mediator who is trained in mediation and in child development and perhaps child psychology or other children's issues, the parents come up with a parenting plan that is tailored to their specific children. But if you don't want to waste a lot of time and mediator's fees figuring out what children's issues have to be discussed at mediation and then resolved, you need to think about that beforehand. You also come off as a better and more committed parent if you know all the things that your children need to have worked out after the separation. One way to do this preparation is to get out your children's school calendar to see not only when they will be with spending time with a parent, but also what events that have to be included in the plan for the children. It can also be helpful to have the schedules for the children's extracurricular activities. To make sure you include everything regarding the children and you avoid fights later on over things you forgot, or even worse, having your ex saying that you lost your chance to participate in some aspect of your children's lives, it is useful to get a comprehensive parenting plan checklist. The Government of Canada has one online, or you can get one from a parenting professional or a good family law lawyer. But how can you know if the arrangements you are making about the children or any other issue is appropriate? You need to know what the law says about your situation. You need to know whether you would be better off walking away than settling at mediation. You also need to know at what point you are what you are discussing is much better than you could ever achieve outside of the mediation. The resolutions between your best and your worst outcomes if you walked away from mediation is the range of settlements that are probably a good deal. The only way to know for sure if you are in that range is to speak about your specific circumstances with a lawyer. Finding out what deals you should accept and what deals you should reject is a good way to prepare for mediation. Mediators are not allowed to give legal advice, even if the mediator is also a lawyer. And the mediator cannot maintain impartiality if he or she is advising one party but not the other. Finally, remember you hire the mediator to get you to a deal with your ex not to get you to the best deal for you, because a mediator cannot pick sides or advocate for one party. Consulting a lawyer before going to mediation is always a wise move. That way you know, going in, what would be a good deal and what would be a bad deal at mediation. 
not knowing that before mediation can actually destroy the entire mediation process. If the first time a party learns that the deal was a bad one is after the mediation, then he or she may want to get out of the deal. Why don't you have your lawyer call my lawyer? Section 56 sub 4 of the Family Law Act says a judge can throw out a settlement if the parties did not know what they were doing when they signed it. The proof that judges look for to know that a party understood what he or she was doing is a certificate of independent legal advice signed by a lawyer. Lots of mediations get ruined when one party gets legal advice after the mediation and learns that he or she should not proceed with the deal. If both parties know what is a good deal and what is a bad deal when they go to mediation, they won't want to change their mind afterwards. For financial mediations, a key part of understanding the deal is to know what the financial situation is. This is why in all family law matters involving money, financial disclosure is the starting point. So in any mediation over child support, spousal support, or property, there has to be financial disclosure first. This is another thing that Section 56 sub 4 of the Family Law Act requires if any settlement is to hold up. Consequently, an excellent thing to do in preparation for mediation is to complete a financial statement. Use Form 13 under the Family Law Rules if your matter is only about support. If property is an issue, then you use Form 13.1. At the same time that you exchange financial statements, you should also exchange the backup documentation for all the figures on your financial statement. Exchanging the financial statements and backup documentations before mediation means both sides can be ready to settle all the financial issues as soon as they start mediation. They don't have to wait to do it. They don't have to figure out what deals they are making or to do any homework or calculations after the mediation has started. Needing to do that can mean adjourning the mediation, perhaps for an extended period of time to get the work done. Having the financial disclosure done means that the mediation goes much more smoothly. The mediation will also go more smoothly if the parties are not using the mediation as an opportunity to be in the same room to work out their feelings about the end of the relationship, or perhaps the feelings that ended the relationship. Mediation is not couples counseling. If counseling will save your relationship, then hopefully the mediator or one of the lawyers will make the referral to a good counselor. If counseling will not save the relationship, but there are still a lot of raw emotions, then hopefully the lawyers or the mediators will make a referral to a divorce coach or a counselor to allow an ex-spouse to work through the emotional divorce, and then they can focus on the financial divorce and the post-separation parenting plan at the mediation. You are making important decisions about your kids and your future at mediation. You want to be making the best decisions, not ones that are clouded by unhealthy emotions. To summarize, here are some tips for preparing for mediation. 1. Speak to a lawyer so you know a bit about how the law applies to your separating family, and perhaps to learn about the mediator, or even which mediator would be good in your situation. At very least, get a copy of my book so that you have some idea what you are talking about at mediation. 2. Review your children's calendars and get a parenting plan checklist so you know the details you have to work out in a, making a post-separation parenting plan. 3. Complete a financial statement and put together the related disclosure and share it with your ex-spouse. 4. If there are still raw emotions, consult a counselor or divorce coach to help you with the emotional divorce. People who resolve things with their ex through mediation are almost always happier than those people who have their future imposed on them by a judge or an arbitrator. But to make sure you have a good deal and you don't just get walked on at mediation, you need to get prepared first. For even more great family law tips, get a copy of my book, Guide to the Basics of Ontario Family Law. 
You can find it at the iBookstore on Amazon and for Kobo. You can also get a lot more family law information on www.schumanlaw.ca. Not only are there hundreds of pages of family law information and links, but there are also links to where you can get my book and links to reach my office to meet with either me or one of my colleagues. Because it is always best to get a lawyer who can give you expert advice that is specific to your situation. This is the Ontario Family Law Podcast. My name is John Schumann. I'm a certified specialist in family law who practices as a family lawyer, mediator, arbitrator, and collaborative lawyer in Toronto. You can reach me by calling 416-446-5847 or going to our website, www.debrylaw.ca. That's www.debrylaw.ca. You can follow me on Twitter at at or check out my Facebook page. You can also check out the many other episodes of this podcast that cover a wide range of family law topics or pick up a copy of the Guide for the Basics of Ontario Family Law, either as a paperback or as an ebook. Thanks for listening, and we will talk again soon.